Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. From the heart of the Carolinas, a breath of fresh air, a voice of reason, this is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. So here we are. (laughs) The election saga continues. My goodness. I don't know about you. This can be kind of wearying after a while. Is it not? For that reason, we've got a number of political stories to talk about. In fact, there are some positive stories to begin with. But I want to go a totally different direction here at the beginning. Totally non-political. I want to tell you about a brave nine-year-old student. I just want to set things off on a good note, a positive note. A fourth grader using the Heimlich maneuver to save a fellow student from choking. This nine-year-old Wisconsin elementary school student may have saved the life of one of her classmates by performing the Heimlich maneuver. She was choking during lunch. Essie Collier, a fourth grader at Racine's Fret Elementary School, noticed one of her classmates was in distress during lunch. Now, students... These students were in a place where everybody's just kind of routinely having their lunch. And here is what happened. They were in a classroom eating because the lunchroom had been cleared so residents could vote. This was election day last week. I just saw she was holding her neck. As he said, I rushed up there as fast as I could. Teacher Samantha Bradshaw said Essie wrapped her arms around the student and started performing the Heimlich. Her classmate's airway was cleared. Within seconds, the girl was breathing fine. Bradshaw, I'm sure a very proud teacher, saying I've never seen a student react in that way before. Essie said she learned the technique two years earlier from a YouTube instructional video when she was only seven years old. Isn't that crazy? Seven! Picked it up from a YouTube video and remembered. That lesson has remained with her. The Racine Unified School Board plans to honor Essie at a board meeting later this month for her heroics. That's not a wonderful story. And it's also good to know that somebody picked up something positive from YouTube, from a YouTube video for a change, (laughs) as opposed to some of the nonsense that kids have picked up. So I thought you would enjoy hearing the story just as I did. We do have some positive political news that's going on. And I do also want to encourage and challenge you if you're not already, to reach out to your, really all of your delegation representatives 
the House and the Senate. And here's the reason why. Now that the dust is settling on the elections, we have other elections taking place for leadership in the House and the Senate. Mitch McConnell, quite determined to continue with the vote for the minority leader, even though there have been calls to postpone this vote. And I would hope you want to communicate as a Republican in no uncertain terms You want your senator to ditch Mitch. Ditch Mitch. Also, if you are talking with a member of the House or someone who is going to be a part of the House as a result of elections, you want to make it very clear you do not want Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House. You just don't. The good news to report, we now have projection that the GOP winning the House of Representatives. I love this piece by John Nolte of Breitbart talking about what has happened here. In its latest projection, far-left NBC News says the Republican Party will narrowly win the House by a narrower than narrow margin of 219 to 216. Boy, that is tight. If this projection holds, it will bring about a big sigh of relief, one of the rare bright spots in an otherwise disappointing midterm result for the GOP. Well, it was supposed to be a GOP wave. John says one I was sure of turned out to be anything but. When it was all over, Democrats potentially increased their hold on the all-important U.S. Senate by one seat. Democrats could cement that increase if current Democrat U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock wins Georgia's December runoff against Republican Herschel Walker. Last week, Warnock did beat Walker by nearly a full point. No one reached 50% in that race, so there is a runoff. Here's a nightmare scenario for you. Democrats with 51 U.S. Senate seats and control of the House of Representatives. If Democrats win 51 Senate seats, Democrats will not need both U.S. Senators Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema to pass legislation. That could almost certainly mean the end of the filibuster that both Manchin and Sinema refuse to kill. Without the filibuster, the Senate could pass whatever insanity it chose including expanding the Supreme Court, socialized medicine, and heaven knows what else. And a Democrat-led House would rubber stamp it all, everything. At least with the House under GOP control, there will be a check on the lunacy about to come out of the Senate. Keep in mind, NBC already blew one House projection three days ago. NBC predicted the Republican Party would win the House with a much safer margin 222 to 12. Boy, that would have been a whole lot better, huh? Until current House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, or whoever, is handed that gavel by current House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, nothing is certain in this insane election season. And insane it certainly is. 
Still to come in the broadcast, we're going to talk about something very important. I've already mentioned earlier the concern about the need for a change of leadership in the House and the Senate. There's also the issue of House rules, an opportunity to make change there. We're going to talk about both of those subjects this morning. Now, on the subject of speaker, we have someone who's actually stepped out of the pack and said, hey, I'm going to put my name in the hat. I want to run for Speaker of the House. You're going to hear from him as we continue. Also, we've got some polling data out. Some polling data. Probably the first bit of polling data for 2024. And someone who's making an announcement today probably is not too thrilled about that. We'll delve into these stories and much more as we continue. Stay with us. Over on the text line. Boy, this is a way to start off the broadcast today. You cannot win rigged elections. Which ones were rigged? Is it just the ones the Democrats won? How about the ones Republicans won? Just curious. We also have this person who's even bolder in their declaration. You are a fool if you think these elections were legit. Okay. And this kind of random text, restaurants are going woke. Google reviews now including LGBTQ-friendly label. Do they leave out straight people? (laughs) Vince, President Trump indeed announces his intentions to run in 2024. I hope somebody from Herschel Walker's camp goes all Will Smith on him. Keep my candidate's name out of your effing mouth. Ooh, Jeff. Vince, although people weren't thrilled about the direction the Democrat Party-controlled government was taking, taking this country, the reason the red wave didn't materialize, they didn't see a much better alternative in the direction they believed the current Republican Party would take us. That's why McConnell and McCarthy need to go. If they can't capitalize on a Democrat Party that sucks this bad, they should have enough shame to resign. Without being voted out, hey, you don't have to, don't have to convince me of that. I'm serious. I'd be embarrassed. See, this is what it's kind of interesting. This is actually what people do who fail. At least people of integrity. It's like you know, I claim responsibility for this. I'm one of the leaders of the party, and we did suck. Maybe somebody can come along who can do a better job than me. (laughs) Don't hold your breath waiting for anybody to say that because it's not going to happen. Because it's all about power. I want to be in power. I want to stay in power no matter what. No matter how bad things get. Yeah. On the elections, the rigged elections were the swing states. And you will vote Trump in the future. The only person that can break up the corrupt 
American hegemony. Um, I, I, I'm sorry to rain on your parade. Trump ain't going to break up nothing. He's just not. Nothing's been broken up before. There's no reason to believe anything's going to get broken up now. And part of it's because he signed a deal with the devil with these same folks. Swamp creatures. That's why we still have Mitch McConnell. See this, and, and I think I made comments to this effect. Calls for him to go. You know, that's really years late. This man shouldn't still be there. Should have been run out long before now. But instead, let's give Mitch McConnell's wife a job, a high-profile job, make him happy. So he'll help with my agenda. That's the way we play the game, the art of the deal. Sometimes the best of deals by the alleged smartest of people just don't work. They don't. Nonetheless, we move on. In reference to Speaker of the House. Well, we have a man who made an appearance on Newsmax TV yesterday evening in the Prime News program. To say, yes, he's stepping up to the plate. To challenge Kevin McCarthy. Now, I've been in touch with a friend of mine who is a member of Congress who said there would be two important votes. One is today. This one among members of the Republican caucus. The other takes place in January. So who's stepping up to the plate now? In fact, I forgot I was going to look up this particular gentleman and see how well he is doing in terms of his actual voting record. When I tell you about Liberty Scores, Liberty Scores are a reference to the person's voting record. Oh, my goodness. And I am literally stunned. <laughs> now that I've looked up his voting record, man, this is pretty incredible. Before I share that piece of information with you, I want you to hear from the man himself. This is Andy Biggs. Andy, as I mentioned, appeared on Newsmax TV yesterday evening and said, you know, I'm going to step up to the plate here. Here is the Arizona representative speaking. You know, we have a new paradigm here, and I think the country wants a, a different direction from the House of Representatives. And it's a new world. And, and yes, I'm going to uh, be nominated tomorrow to, uh, uh, to the position of Speaker of the House. We'll see if we can get the job done uh, and the votes. It's going to be it's going to be tough. I mean, Kevin. Kevin has uh, raised a lot of money and, and done a lot of things, but this is not just about Kevin. I think it's about uh, uh, institutional direction and trajectory, and that's where we're where we're going to see if we have enough people who agree that we need to change the trajectory of this place and open it up so where people can actually represent their constituency in a more open and transparent manner. So let's just make this clear. It sounds like you just announced. Yeah, I guess I guess I did kind of. Didn't I? <laughs> Yes, I guess you did. Andy Biggs saying he is throwing his hat in the ring to be the next Speaker of the House. Let me tell you something about Andy Biggs. 
I tell you about Liberty Scores all the time. You already know Kevin McCarthy has an F. It, it's, it, it's beyond me that the Republican caucus voted for people of this ilk in high-profile positions the Republican Party. It makes no sense whatsoever. Are you ready to find out Andy Big's score? By the way, you can find out anybody's score by putting in their name and putting in Liberty score. Generally, you will get the first entry that will come up if it's a Google search. The first entry that comes up will be the right one. Are you ready for this Liberty score? It's 100%. I don't think I've seen very many of these at all. We're talking about a total of 50 votes. All of them conservative positions. You want to talk about somebody reliably conservative? Andy Biggs. So, your member of Congress has a choice. There's no reason to vote for Kevin McCarthy. And if I understand correctly, this is a secret ballot. So, I want to encourage you to encourage your member of Congress to do the right thing. Get rid of Kevin McCarthy. Stay with us. Back in the Vince Coakley radio program over on the text line. Vince, love your perspective on this. Don't you think it's unethical for Katie Hobbs to remain in charge of elections as Secretary of State, then have it turn out in her favor? Crap like this is in the Democrat playbook. Makes people very suspicious. I could see somebody, that, to your point, uh, basically recusing herself of any involvement in this particular election. Yes, that might... It might look better. I'm just saying. And I'm, I don't have any reason to believe that she's done anything crooked. But it's the kind of thing that where we really, these folks really have to go the extra mile. And I think this is what you're saying. Really need to go the extra mile to make sure that there's not even the appearance of impropriety. I hope that's helpful. Vince, at least Kentucky didn't screw up completely. They did give us Rand Paul. And that is very true. Love Rand Paul. Met Rand several times in events in Kentucky. By the way, Rand Paul's Liberty score, he also has an A. He's at 93%. 93%. Just saying. These are the kinds of people who need to be elevated. Not these politicians who are good at nothing more than raising money and empowering themselves. That's really what this is all about. That's what these elections are about. The speaker election and the minority leader, when they travel around the country, it's not about the kindness of their hearts. This is all about getting and retaining power. That needs to be understood. Very important to understand. 
Vince Trump declaring he's running will assure that Biden or another Democrat will win win re-election in 2024. Trump is unelectable. Independents, swing voters, urban women will not vote for him. And when he loses again, the country will have to go through the claims of a rigged election all over again. Who wants to go through that again? You know, I did not even think of that. Never crossed my mind. You've got a good point. Oh, my goodness. Never fear, Vince. I'm 100% sure McConnell and McCarthy will be elected. It's called payoff for destroying Trump. Hmm. Disappointed last night to hear Jim Jordan is voting for McCarthy. But supporting Trump. Scratching my head. Yes, keep scratching. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Vince, I can just imagine what Donald Trump will say tonight about Mike Pence's interviews yesterday. He'll probably be the same name-calling bullcrap. You heard the interviews from Mike Pence. He basically said Trump was, was responsible for January 6th. Yeah, I heard enough of it. Pretty nauseating stuff. And so unnecessary. All of this. By the way, if you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Let's go out to a call from Mike here in Charlotte. Good morning, Mike. Welcome. Hey, Vince. You know, all this discussion of these leadership elections has me kind of scratching my head. Um the leadership roles are going to really be effective for the next Congress. So why do we have the current members of the Republican House and Senate caucuses voting on who will be leaders for the next House and Senate members? Kind of it's it kind of interesting, me, isn't it? What's that? It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it seems to me all these new House Republican members would like to have an opportunity to vote for who their leadership will be. Now, here's the way this works, and and I'm sure it's possible. A member of Congress is listening now. But as I understand it, there are two elections. One is a, a vote today in caucus, but the actual vote for speaker comes in January. So what would typically happen? Let's say, God forbid, Kevin McCarthy is voted in today. The actual vote in the House takes place in January. So, um, but once it's pretty much settled now, I mean, the idea of reversing that, it's it's pretty unlikely. So you raise a great point. You you are right that the the vote for Speaker is a vote among all the members of the House. It's not just the party in control, although that, of course, usually determines it. Yeah. It just seems peculiar that they're having a vote now at all. Yeah, and this is one of the reasons why uh, Mitch McConnell is also very eager to get this vote over with. Uh, because I think the longer people have to think about this and talk about this, the less interested they will be in him being around as leader again. So uh, you raise a great, a great point here, Mike, and it's something I need to bring up to members of the Congress. This gets into issues of rules, of guidance, of just the way things are done. Because it's not just about the person, the personality. It is also about the rules, the way the House operates. 
The Freedom Caucus, you've heard a lot about them lately. They also want to make a change to a number of congressional rules. Now that we're hearing Republicans are going to take over the House. Multiple caucus members, joined by other GOP members and conservative policy leaders at FreedomWorks headquarters to run through rules change proposals. Now, you heard from Andy Biggs earlier. He made this comment. The current autocratic leadership-driven process robs us. More importantly, our constituents of having the ability to participate meaningfully in the legislative process. Right now, he's talking about Nancy Pelosi and how House rules centralize power in the hands of leadership. Remember I said to you, this is so much about control, about power. Biggs lambasting Pelosi and House Democrats, who've had majority power for the past four years, for approving rules and procedural changes that gave Pelosi same-day authority to pass legislation, allowed Democrats to strip Republicans of committee assignments, permitted proxy voting, and virtual participation in hearings and markups, and installed magnetometers outside the House floor. (laughs) Conservative Partnership Institute President Ed Corrigan, who is also president at the event, observed that current congressional rules and procedures favor the swamp. You think this is the way these folks operate. They've always operated this way. Adding Congress might be broken for the members, but it actually works very well for the swamp. It is a well-oiled machine that produces whatever the swamp desires and treats rank-and-file members like sheep. Well, because they are. Stay with us. Oh, boy. These uh, texts are really going crazy here. Uh, Where do we possibly begin? How about this one? Vince, it's the people versus the government. Jump on board or get left behind. Okay. This person asking, did you forget about Kemp and Abrams? Isn't that just like Lake and Hobbs? Hmm. This person saying Brian Kemp was Secretary of State when he won, did not recuse himself. Vince Mike Pence is a spineless worm. My dog's butt has got a better chance of getting elected president than Mike Pence does. Jim out of Easley. All righty then. And I've said before, I'm not a big Mike Pence fan. And this has nothing to do, well, doesn't have anything to do with the Trump presidency. This goes back to Indiana, my former home state, when he basically bowed down and surrendered to the alphabet mafia. That's when I knew this guy did not have what it takes. Way back then. So the idea that he would come along for the ride and participate with Donald Trump and whatever it it really communicated to me frankly weakness that was my opinion 
This is the kind of text that really concerns me because I see this more and more. This texture saying we need to have another civil war. Trump and all of his followers against everyone else. We have more guns and ammo. Really? Oh, boy. Democrats outsmarted the Republicans by picking the Republican they wanted to run against in the primaries, and they won every race. They funded the most extreme Republican. Great new strategy. (laughs) Another person simply saying, Trump 2024. Okay. Trying to figure out if this is the same person. Yes, it is. McCarthy and McConnell don't have the balls to lead a civil war. Trump is the only one that does. And after we win that war, Trump and Putin can lead us to lead the world again. Oh, Trump and Putin. (laughs) I am very skeptical about the legitimacy of this text. Just saying. Oh, my goodness. Mr. Coakley, why are your listeners so eager to jump ahead to the 2024 presidential election? Don't we have 700-plus days to go? Don't we have a recession, Ukraine, corruption? Need I say more? (laughs) And we have this comical response to a previous text. How about Jim's dog's butt for president? (laughs) That is too funny. Another person advocating Trump DeSantis, 2024. I want to get back to this subject quickly before we go to break of House rules. Now, Matt Gates is not a member of the Freedom Caucus. He's pretty much spearheading this particular effort to make changes in the rules. But Matt Gates very much believes it's time for some serious changes in the way the House operates. Here are the comments of Matt Gates. If the American people get one thing from this forum, it is that the broken rules of the House of Representatives are not a bug of the system. They are a feature of the system. We have built something that is purposefully mystified so that corrupt, bad decisions do not get exposed and so that members of Congress aren't held accountable when they vote for bad things. And there is a community of common fate that continues to allow that to persist. The principal critique that almost every member of Congress has about this place is that you get to a point where ultimately you feel like your vote doesn't matter. Your vote's controlled by the leadership. What is your one vote going to do? Well, now, with the opportunity we've been given with a very slim majority, everyone's vote matters to a far greater degree than at any other time during the public service of the people currently sitting on this dais. So Matt Gates saying, this is a great opportunity here. They need everybody. They need all hands on deck. So as a result, we're going to have to work harder to make sure the caucus remains united. You know, it's going to take somebody really strong to pull that off. And I hope somebody who has some solid conservative credentials. Because what we've been watching with the Surrender Caucus... You know, it's really old to watch that over and over again. What do you think? Still to come in the broadcast, a major organization involved in campaigns steps forward, and they have some very unfortunate news for 
Donald Trump on the day of his expected announcement. We'll delve into that. Also, Chuck Schumer has a message for Republicans. (laughs) It's not one they want to heed. I'll tell you that much for sure. And we will also have Transformation Tuesday. You don't want to miss it. Hour number two is straight ahead. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. From the heart of the Carolinas, aiming the cannon of truth at strongholds of stupidity. Who, who are black people supposed to call Ghostbusters? So we need to stop that beef on or impoverish the cops crap. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And we're back. Hour number two of our broadcast. Still to come. This is supposed to be Donald Trump's big day, an announcement tonight, 9 o'clock p.m. from Mar-a-Lago. But some information that is out from a major conservative organization kind of steps on this announcement. We will talk about that and the announcement itself during the course of this broadcast during this hour. First, Transformation Tuesday. One of the things that, and and this is something I'm addressing entirely to people who name the name of Christ. At the core of anything that is genuinely Christian is a death. It's a death to self, a denial of self. This is not a popular message. I think one person really impacted me in this way with this message was A.W. Tozer, a person from my perspective was also a clearly a prophet. He talked a lot about these issues of self-denial and of death to self. What we've done in Western alleged Christian culture is we have baptized self Remember the syncretism we've talked about? It allows us to continue doing what we've done before, which is to focus on doing everything else we were doing before. It's just now that we're wet. We've been baptized. Here's Steve Crosby's latest post. The way of the cross and denial of self has little to do with our behaviors about this and that. Uh, What is Steve talking about? He's talking about all the lifestyle legalism stuff that so many religious people focus on. Things that most of the time have absolutely no basis in Scripture. And I'm talking about the rules that people have made, like, you know, it's not Christian to play cards and do certain things on Sunday and... You know what I'm talking about. Mixed bathing. These are things that really have no basis in anything. The way of the cross, Steve continues, it has to do with status, rank, fame, notoriety, honor, influence, etc. Especially as those become doorways to money which is necessary for worldly power and authority. The way of Jesus voluntarily renouncing these things, see that you tell 
no one. You know, this is a powerful phrase. You know, I did not think on this very much. How many times Jesus told someone, don't tell anyone? What do we do? Oh, go tell everybody. (laughs) And the reason is, we're wanting to grow our brand. You know, it's for the Lord. Remember that. Steve continues, the entire machinery of all Christian religion from stem to stern, top to bottom, gears, oil and gas is the exact opposite. We're all being duped by the seemingly innocent and veritably reasonable unrelenting pressure from our culture to be sure to click like, subscribe, give a five star rating on and on relentlessly bombarding us. We really can't tell the difference between Adam Smith, Tony Robbins, Amazon, Google, TikTok, and Jesus of Nazareth. (laughs) Be sure you tell no one. And be sure to click like. They belong in two utterly different and unreconcilable kingdoms. Wow. It's a powerful message, isn't it? And I think it should be very clear that the way of Jesus very often turns people away. Remember when he delivered that message about eating my flesh and drinking my blood? A little bit later it says a number of people who were following did not follow anymore. They recognized what that meant. It was a a major transformation, major change in laying down your life, they knew what it meant. It wasn't just about some communion ceremony. They knew there was a death to the old life. And they decided, ah, no thank you. <laughs> Transformation Tuesday. I hope it stirs some things as it did for me. So we have a big announcement coming up tonight. This announcement expected to be the plans for Donald Trump to run for president a third time. That is what is coming up. Formally announcing his intention to run for president in 2024. Speaking this evening, 9 o'clock from his Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach, Florida. Donald Trump teased what is expected to be his announcement at a rally in Dayton, Ohio, on the eve of the critical midterm election, which did not go as well as many were expecting. By the way, as an aside, it's kind of comical as every time I think about Palm Beach, I'm reminded of the last time I was there, Well, there are a couple of observations. I remember landing there the very first time. First time I visited Palm Beach at the airport, Air Force One was there. And I remember going to a part of Palm Beach and riding around. It didn't dawn me at the time. But I saw all these emergency vehicles. Like, what is there? And I realized, as I look back, that was Mar-a-Lago. That's why 
there was all the security outside of that particular area. Just kind of an interesting observation. Not everybody is jumping on board with excitement. We've got some members of Congress that have already come out in support of Donald Trump. But there's one major conservative organization which is putting out some information that is probably not going to be encouraging to Donald Trump. In fact, if he's seen this, he's probably seething because it's not favorable to him. We're talking about some new polling information, and this is an organization that's very highly respected. We'll talk about that as we continue. Also, Chuck Schumer, he has a very special message. For the Republicans, <laughs> boy, these folks really are sneaky. They're really communicating two messages at one time. We'll tell you what those messages are. Also, the cost of living still, still going up with inflation. We're going to talk about a couple of things that will be more expensive. That much more as we continue our Tuesday broadcast. Stay with us. We're back on the broadcast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Some of this is just so, so predictable. It really is. When people are under the spell of someone, it's amusing. Did you get your bad Trump polling data from CNN or MSNBC? It's fake news. Trump 2024. You know, this is really getting tiresome. It really is. <laughs> On Transformation Tuesday, speaking of the importance of your works in terms of your salvation, a friend and I were discussing this recently. This was part of that conversation, this issue of dying to self. I'm glad to hear that. Always glad to know when people are having deep and substantive conversations. One sect of Christianity believes you can lose your salvation, but lives like you can't. Another one believes you can't, but lives like you can. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. That is so weird, isn't it? The texture said we need to have a civil war. We have more guns and bullets. Needs to think wisely in what he says. The speech patrol police, FBI, FB spy listening we need to be united toward a common deep state enemy we're all on the same team but that kind of thinking separates and divides and we all lose i.e libertarian voters never win their vote wasted violence is not in our bill of rights our constitution needs to be our only option problem is the power-driven politicians who violate it unfortunate isn't it Vince, you know some of these folks text in just to get under your skin and see how stirred up they can get you. <laughs> I'm sure there are people who like to do that. Are you ready for this? Politico. Club for Growth steps on Trump relaunch with polls showing DeSantis beating him. By the way, <laughs> very predictably, somebody from the Trump campaign 
chimed in, when they cross Trump, they lose. And that's not going to change. Oh, really? So the Conservative Club for Growth, sending a warning shot at former President Donald Trump on the eve of his expected campaign launch and indicating it might back his chief potential rival, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. The anti-tax organization, which was once a staunch Trump ally over the last year, has broken with him. They provided Politico with a polling memo showing the former president trailing DeSantis by double digits. In one-on-one matchups in Iowa and New Hampshire, the first two states on the GOP nominating calendar. The surveys also showed DeSantis leading Trump by wide margins in Florida, their shared home state, and Georgia, which is holding a December 6th runoff for one of its Senate seats. Hmm. David McIntosh, who is the Club for Growth president, said Republicans need to be united to get behind a strong candidate and a platform that shows voters real solutions to beat Biden and the Democrats in 2024. Our polling shows Republican primary voters recognize Trump's insults against Republicans as hollow and counterproductive and is taking a significant toll on his support. The polling, McIntosh added, suggested Trump could help Republicans by delaying his expected announcement until after the Georgia runoff. But that would require being concerned about somebody other than yourself. Those are my comments, by the way. The club's decision to move against Trump, part of a rising tide of dissent within the GOP, while the former president maintains a base of support, a number of figures in the party are blaming him for Republicans weaker than the expected showing in the midterms, arguing it's time to move on. According to the polling memo, based on survey data conducted 11th through the 13th of November, DeSantis leads Trump by 11 percentage points in Iowa, 15 points in New Hampshire. And by the way, before I go any further, those two states don't surprise me at all. Not in the least bit. One of the things, can I say this again, and those of you who are still diehard Trump supporters, and and the same could be said of anybody I might support, so I want you to understand this, but you have to understand, nobody gives a rat's rear end what you think and how you feel about a particular person. What we have to do, we've got to think of the bigger picture. Yes, I like this person, but can they win over? Can they win over these swing voters that have been essential in every presidential election in recent memory? That's the question. So if you want something more, There are words I'm really dying to use here to drive home my point that I'm (laughs) trying to be careful here. If the focus is your own pleasure and your own enjoyment of the candidate, if that's the end purpose, be prepared to lose. That's what you need to understand. If you're enjoying a candidate who has some reach beyond uh, 
the us four no more close the door. It's another story altogether. Let's talk more about these numbers. This is an improvement for DeSantis since August. Their polling back then found Trump with a 15-point lead in Iowa, and the two were tied in New Hampshire. That was August. The memo also says DeSantis leads Trump by 26 points in Florida, 20 points in Georgia. In August, DeSantis led Trump by 7% in Florida, 6% in Georgia. The polls conducted by Republican firm WPA Intelligence surveyed likely GOP voters. The release of this memo represents the latest twist in a complicated relationship between the Club for Growth and Trump. They savaged Trump during the 2016 campaign, became an ally during the White House tenure of the president. In fact, McIntosh was an informal advisor to Trump following his 2020 election loss, with the Club for Growth leader helping to shape the former president's endorsements in key midterm races. But the tensions arose during the Ohio Senate primary when Trump backed J.D. Vance. Club for Growth lined up behind Josh Mandel. When Trump asked the Club for Growth to stand down in its support for Mandel, McIntosh refused. At one point during the back and forth, Trump sent McIntosh a text message through a personal assistant that told the club head to go F yourself. Vance ultimately won that primary and later the general election. The feud intensified earlier this year when the Club for Growth donated $2 million to bolster DeSantis' re-election bid, another $1 million, to a super PAC aligned with another prospective Trump challenger, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. The group also held an education policy event with Texas Senator Ted Cruz another possible 2024 candidate. (laughs) This is getting messy, isn't it? Taylor Butowich, who heads MAGA Incorporated, the principal pro-Trump super PAC, fired back of the club Monday, arguing Trump had failed. Actually, he's arguing this group has failed in many of the midterm races invested in and called into question the accuracy of the group's polling data. Of course they are. (laughs) Boy, this is going to get so messy. I hope it's quick, though. Just make it quick. And we can move on. Wouldn't that be nice? Stay with us. Back on the broadcast, we'll find a few gems here on the text line. (laughs) Some very predictable things, some of which I will ignore. I I just want to say, okay, I, I need to say this for the record. I can think of two periods of time where I got really nasty texts from people. The first was when I refused to support Barack Obama and was thought to be disloyal to my race because I didn't support the first black president. 
But I have to tell you, a close second, and I don't know, maybe these folks have surpassed the ire I received from those folks. It's the Donald Trump supporting people who have sent the most ignorant and nasty posts to me. I'm not talking about people being supportive. You can support whoever you like, but I'm talking about just being nasty. Just profoundly hateful. They're in the same category, as far as I'm concerned. And that is what concerns me. When people are allegedly on my side. And when I say my side, I'm talking about right of center. It's not about my feelings or anything like that. That that doesn't matter. What concerns me is that's in your heart. That really concerns me. Like this idiotic text. Vince vouching for the McCain method again, which works so well. Who in the hell is advocating for any McCain method? Who was one of the most critical people of John McCain and Lindsey Graham? Remember them? How they tried to work together with Democrats? It was nauseating. And you're not going to find a single program or a single piece of evidence that I supported any of that nonsense. Any case, I like this text. I might love you unconditionally, but only God will I trust and support unconditionally. That is brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. Very important to make that distinction. And I'm not sure some people are there. Vince never pays to be nasty in a text email or in person. On a side note, I get texts about 15 million times a day by the Trump campaign no matter what. (laughs) No matter what I try. Can't seem to stop it. It's making me nuts. (laughs) I understand. Vince, your show is totally rigged against the greatest president of all time. LOL. <laughs> yeah, that is too funny. So we talked about the Club for Growth, about the announcement coming up tonight. Here's something pretty comical. Chuck Schumer, up Chuck Schumer. He has a wonderful message for the Republicans. <laughs> this is a winner. A post-election proposition for Republicans dump Donald Trump and join with Democrats to enact popular legislation. Oh, there's a wonderful idea. This is supposed to be an appeal to Senator Mitch McConnell and other Republicans to join with Democrats in posting accomplishments, not pursuing a stalemate. I'm going to reach out to McConnell and say to the non-MAGA Republicans, work with us. We want to get some things done here. What gives us the opening? As they know, embracing Trump and MAGA is a failure. Not all Republicans know it, but a large number do. See, this is what I tell you about all the time, folks, about false binary choices. Just because I'm not embracing 
this MAGA idea. Well, let me back up here. Because the ideas of making America great again, who would not be behind that? But just because I'm not behind the idea of embracing another Trump candidacy does not mean I want to embrace a McConnell approach or Lindsey Graham approach. This is an offer likely to be declined in the immediate aftermath of the voting. Mr. Mr. Schumer said it was sincere. He did not specify any issue or policy proposal that could be a potential area of cooperation. But Mr. Schumer argued Democrats' stronger than expected performance had been a reward from voters for getting bills to President Biden's desk on issues like tackling climate change, improving gun safety, and lowering prescription drug costs. Driving home his point, Mr. Schumer conceded Democrats would have to give some ground to have a realistic chance of reaching compromise with their counterparts across the aisle. Isn't this wonderful? Just separate from those MAGA people and come with us. You can trust us. (laughs) Give me a break. Speaking of costs, my goodness, one of the things that the president's been very quick to do is to talk about how bad it is elsewhere compared to here. There's truth in what he's saying. This has never been the standard. Well, it's worse elsewhere. <laughs> Breitbart has an interesting story on what's happening. Food prices in Germany spiking by just under 40% over last year. Items like potatoes spiking as much as 70% in 12 months. The German public facing a massive surge in the price of food. The overall price of groceries in the country risen by nearly 40% in the last 12 months. Many in the country already treading financial water because of the surge in energy prices. Folks, I just want to warn you. This is what they've done over there. This is what's going to happen over here if we allow the radical Democrat agenda to succeed. It's not a pretty picture, folks. Stay with us. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 